Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth season of the Young Gunners podcast, a podcast from the Texas Young Lawyer Association. Before we start, I want to do a quick recap of our podcast and what we do and the type of episodes and stuff that you're going to be able to find at the Young Gunners podcast. So a couple of years ago, we started with season one and season two, which were, uh, I think, 2018 and 2019, where we focus our podcast generally on practical tips for young lawyers. So the first two seasons, you're going to be able to find episodes related to law and social media, cross-border transactions, getting how to get evidence in front of a jury, diversity and inclusion, going through law school, M&A for young transactional attorneys, default judgments, among others. Season 3 of the podcast, which was done uh, 2019-2020, was focused on a very important matter on our profession, which is mental health and attorney wellness. So there you're going to be able to find um, great episodes as a panel we put together on attorney wellness or wellness in the legal profession. Now, in this fourth season, we're going to be talking about and focusing on a subject and skill that is not taught per se in law school and that every lawyer will always have to practice throughout his or her career, business development. In this episode, the first episode of our fourth season, I am your host, Eduardo Marquez. I'm an M&A associate at Sidley Austin in Houston and a director at the Texas Young Lawyer Association. Our guest today is Alison Gugat, Senior Business Development and Marketing Manager at Sidley Austin. Alison will talk to us today about how to stay connected to a client and strengthening relationship in today's environment. Alison, good afternoon. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much, Eduardo, for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. Yeah, no, thank you. And before we start, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do at Sidley Austin? Yeah, happy to, happy to. Um, So in my role here at Sidley, um, I support all of the strategic initiatives of our global energy and infrastructure practice group. Um, I have a team that I work with um, and I proactively help the lawyers in the group identify strategic opportunities to grow revenue from a broad industry perspective. Um, That may differ from some others who do more of a service focus. Uh, I also support them in pursuing various profile raising activities, leveraging competitive intelligence to identify new opportunities and cross-serving initiatives while also providing support for pitches and proposals and the creation of other marketing materials um, and as well as um, legal directories. Um, In college, I actually worked at a very small boutique firm, um, but over the past 13 years, I've been at five large AMLA 100 firms. So I've seen the legal market change significantly over that time. um, And I really enjoy creating solutions for the complex problems facing um, my internal clients' clients Uh, And I'm so thankful to work with really smart people who challenge me every day. Yeah, I think um, uh, we're very lucky to um, have your perspective, um, knowing that, you know, you've worked with smaller law firms and that you have vast experience uh, with a lot of big law firms. So we're looking forward to this discussion. But let me go straight to it. 
coronavirus changed everything, at least on the short term. Um, people are having to adapt. What do you think are the most effective ways to stay connected with clients and to add value to clients with remote working and social distancing? That's a really great question, and something um, over the last seven months, um, you know, we've we've all been faced with. Um, but I think the important thing to remember is you need to meet your clients where they are. Um, you know, we're all going through some of these same issues, whether it's work from home or virtually teaching our students at home. Um, but remembering to connect with them and be personal, um, be bringing them value um, when you can. Um, you know, it's a great opportunity to continue to bring solutions to your clients. Um, many of them may be facing some of the same concerns um, as before the pandemic, but I know many of them are facing new concerns. Um, so staying on top of, you know, market developments, what's happening with your clients and how you can, um, you know, bring a solution to them before they even know they have a problem, um, I think would be really top of mind for everyone. And. You know, before before I pick your brain on what you think is kind of like the standard right now or like the best practices, do you have, I mean, could you share a successful story that you've seen that has worked on how lawyers are approaching developing clients, either old or new clients? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely can. Um, you know, I think one way to do that um, is to bring... Um, bring a new opportunity to a client or bring a solution, as we talked about, um, that they don't know that would, they might be interested in. Um, take, some, take some pieces from your firm or from, from your colleagues um, that they've written and share them. Um, cross-selling your, um, your firm or your other colleagues at your firm, cross-selling their services. You know, they, may not, they may not need your services at this time, but helping to cross-sell what your firm can bring for them um, would be really important. And you know, now that you mentioned that, I have seen, I, I wouldn't say a lot, but I've seen quite some of that, for example, in social media and LinkedIn. Absolutely. Creating those long-term relationships is so important. Um, as you know, I mean, the, not everyone you work with today you'll be working with in five years. And if you can, can, if you can keep those connections and build those relationships, you know, people will remember you for you know, who you are and, and what you've done to help them, um, especially during these challenging times. Um, you know, I think that people will definitely remember you know, who was there to um, lend an ear yeah. um, a, or bring them a solution. Um, and they'll really be remembering that af- far after the pandemic, that's for sure. For sure, for sure. Okay, so then kind of like back to it. What type of client events are you seeing that have been used more widely by law firms or what type of events do you think are, you know, kind of like the standard or the best practice right now? Sure. Um, I've seen a lot of virtual events um, during this time. You know, a lot of the conferences that we used to go to in person um, are all going virtual. There's a lot of new products out there um, to have a virtual exhibit hall or to have a virtual one-on-one chat um, during those events. Um, so we've seen a little bit of everything. We've seen a lot of creativity in the virtual event space, whether that's um, rearranging 
Um, whether that's rearranging um, flowers virtually or a Zoom happy hour, um, we've even seen um, a, a drive-in movie client event where everyone was socially distanced. We're starting to see more and more people kind of feeling more comfortable to, to get back, um, you know, in person, even if that's socially distanced on a patio for for instance, um, but I think the most important thing to remember about those virtual events is to be really targeted in who you're inviting, the goals you want for that event, it, whether it's a you know a very small targeted list, um, uh, whether or not you're going to have an event that is maybe a family event um, or a you know a larger event that's you know targeted towards 100 people, um, or perhaps it's a thought leadership event on a specific topic. Um, be really targeted in who you're reaching out to. Um, it's a great time of year to review your marketing list um, for your holiday cards, uh, and make sure that everyone's up to date. There's a lot of folks that might be moving around. Be sure you're very targeted in who you're inviting. And then after the event, be very targeted in who you're following up with and how you can kind of take those relationships um, further, following up with people, making sure they had a great time, or making a note in your kind of contact list where they you know, may have said something or some, maybe it's an opportunity for you to send them you know, an article that you read um, that they might be interested in. So be sure to follow up. Um, and be very targeted for those events. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And you know, what, while you were talking, I was think I was paying attention, but I was thinking, <laughs> um, um, well, that's completely true uh, about being targeted. But, but that made me think about how also at some point during this pandemic, you know, working from home for a couple of months, it also made me, for example, reach out to some connections or or maybe all of my connections. And kind of pick up conversations that I've left a uh, long time ago, and you know, I'm reconnecting. And I had a conversation with someone recently where they said the same thing. You know, even though that we are, you know, working from home, social distancing, that we've been able sometimes to connect with people that you know we hadn't connected in a we had not connected in a while. So I think that's uh, one of the really good things about you know that have come from this and it's also a good way to think about you know the targeted events the targeted networking you know it, it it makes you really think about the quality of your connections and the quality of your time absolutely as well. and that's a great that's a really great point um, and if the way that you can think about some of these virtual things where we are missing out on that in-person connection um, you may be able to reach more people now than you would you know had you just had a small in-person event um, so it, it is a good way to um, continue to grow your network, you know, keep in touch with people who you may not have you know, caught, been in touch with um, previously um, for many years. Um, you know, now that I feel like we're all on the same playing field. Everyone's going through this together. So mm -hmm. it's, a great, it's a great way to connect people, make sure they're doing okay. Um, and can, can continue those relationship buildings. Yeah, absolutely. And for those, for the, um, for the massive events that you were kind of talking about. I also talked with uh, someone at an organization that they usually do events, you know, present books or they have, mm -hmm. you know, really good speakers. And 
me personally, I like to go to those events. Yes. But you cannot always go because you're working and then, exactly. you know, the conference is at 5 p.m. So it's 4.45, you're mm-hmm. here, it's going to take 30, hour, 30 minutes to go over there. So you miss the event. Uh, but, you know, with this, I, I talked with this person, he said, you know, we've had really high numbers of people listening or viewing the conference, you know, via Zoom or via WebEx or whatever other, you know, media they are using. And for sure, I mean, you miss the in-person kind of like after, mm-hmm. after you know, networking kind of like post-event. Exactly. But you, you know, I've been able to go to a couple of book presentations and events, you know, related to the industry that I'm, uh, that I want to, you know, know about. And that's been kind of like a good surprise about, you know, this remoteness that I've enjoyed. That's great. And, and, you, and you should. And there are so many virtual events that are free now. So we should, we should be all be taking advantage of the content that's out there, um, you know, taking advantage of the time that we do have um, and trying to make the best out of it. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks. And so, Alison, let me talk now about what you mentioned earlier in our discussion, your client's client, well, your client, your, in, your, <laughs> My internal clients, your internal clients, clients is clients. Exactly. Yes. So um, let's talk a little bit about infirm networking mm-hmm. and communications within the law firm, that being either, you know, between the business development department and the lawyers or, you know, between young, younger lawyers or the business development department. Um, do you have any tips for young lawyers that have access to this type of resources? You know, how, how number one, how they can get closer to their business development department and, you know, how the business development, business development department is getting closer to the lawyers? Absolutely. And I've had experience at small firms and at large firms. Um, so I know at some small firms, you don't have a marketing department. You know, you may have one administrative um, person. Um, but I encourage, you know, I encourage those small practitioners, solo practitioners, um, to reach out to their administrative folks and see what's available. See, you know, brainstorm with them because I think they want to help you um, as well. Um, there's lots of resources available on um, the Legal Marketing Association website. Lots of free resources available. Um, there are definitely consultants. Um, for fees that are available, um, business coaches that can help you identify some resources. Um, for some folks in a larger firm, um, you know, you may have dedicated departments. And, you know, I encourage those young lawyers to reach out to them and, you know, find some time on their calendar. It may be that the you know, partners are filling up their days and, and the ones knocking on their doors, but they definitely want to help um, the young lawyers as well. Um, the young lawyers we find are the ones that are you know more likely to you know, be active on social media, try new things, be creative in what they're doing, get involved in podcasts or um, webinars. Um, so I definitely encourage you know those young lawyers to reach out, see what's available. Um, you know. Yeah, and I think I think this is part of the general advice that. I've received and that I also give to younger lawyers um, during this social distancing or during this, you know, working from home um, times. Don't be afraid of knocking on the virtual doors of people. Exactly. Because, you know, we're not at the office. Mm -hmm. So now you got to, you know, be more 
straightforward. Pick up the phone if you want to talk to someone. Uh, you know, send emails. Hey, when can I get in your calendar? If, yeah. there, if it's a, a partner or a client that is very busy, like mm-hmm. right now is, you know, it's the time to, you know, be conscient and respectful of other people's time, but also, you know, be ready to be in front of them. Absolutely. You know? and, and as a young lawyer, sometimes we are afraid of, um, you know, oh my God, that partner, he's super busy. Like he won't respond to my email or like, you know, that client, he's, you know, he's a senior VP. He like, he won't, he won't respond to this, you know, business development, like invitation to participate in a podcast or in a webinar. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you don't lose anything trying. Yeah, and you like don't. you said, you know, um, some rules are, you know, in a sense, you didn't say this, but some rules can be bended, you know, that yeah. it's time to, you know, just get in front and send emails, phone calls, etc. So yeah, absolutely. And I think the um, we're in a different environment where it takes a little bit more, um, you know, being proactive on your side to reach out to say, hey, you know, you're free for five minutes. It's actually um, if I called someone um, without reaching out a few weeks ago and found that it was not a good time for them, but they answered the phone anyway. Um, so I think the best practice is to, you know, reach out with a quick email, even if it's just one line, um, to say, you know, would love to connect on this, you know, can we find some time? And I think they will always try to find time for you. Um, and especially if it's a, if it's a client, um, and you have an opportunity where they may be able to get free CLE or, you know, you've got a speaking role for them. I think a lot of um, clients are, you know, they're looking to, you know, build up their resume as well. Yeah. Um, so that's another good thing to remember is, you know, providing someone else an opportunity. While you may not be a good speaker, if you're able to provide them with a speaking role, I think that would be really um, important. Yeah, that's great advice, definitely. So, Allison, um, before we let you go, any final advice that you have for our young lawyers that are listening to this podcast? Sure. Well, I could go. I could go on all day, as you know, Eduardo. Um, but first, you know, I would think the most important thing is to really give some thought to what you want your personal brand to be. Um, you know, what do you want to be known for? What do you want to portray to the market? And um, what what type of expertise would you like to be known for? Um, and then secondly, figure out what you really enjoy doing and really lean into that, whether that's writing or, you know, you're more of an in-person networker. Um, if you enjoy public speaking, um, find those things and really lean into them. You know, I think LinkedIn has been a really great tool for a lot of young lawyers um, to get their ideas out in front of other people without, you know, publishing on, uh, you know, a full article in a journal or something. Um, you know, it's a great way to keep in top of mind for clients. So I definitely encourage you, and I'm excited to hear a podcast that's um, specific to social media. I'm sure lots of your listeners will. Um, but I think that it's it's a great opportunity to get in front of um your own peers at your firm that you might be connected to. I've seen lots of things that you've shared on your LinkedIn, Eduardo, and I've shared those myself. Um, so great, great way to build your personal brand internally at your firm and externally for your clients and to keep up with where people are going. Yeah, no, that's, um, again, right, right on the point. I think uh, if I may add to that, it is very important for young lawyers 
to understand their brand and what they want to be known for, mm -hmm. right? So if you want to be an energy lawyer, like start writing about energy, join an energy organization, an energy association of young lawyers. Uh, if you're into, you know, bankruptcy or litigation or family law, well, see, you know, what activities are out there for young lawyers. And something that you and I discussed um, offline before was, you know, also look into, you know, if you admire or if you have a mentor or if you, if you see someone that you like the way they do the business development, like, number one, I would say, you know, reach out to them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and ask them for their tips and, you know, and, and emulate them, right? Like do yes. whatever you think is working for them. Mm -hmm. If you think that's going to be working for you. So yes. I... I, I completely agree with your advice. I think that's that's something that would be very helpful for lawyers of all ages. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and the same goes for you know your partners that you may look up to, um, and you know getting kind of an inside view of how they build their business. Um, you know, ask them, especially now that we're virtual. You know, there's no reason that you shouldn't you know be a part of you know building pitch materials or being a part of. Um, client meetings, um, if you can just dial in, um, it's a great learning opportunity. And the only you know they can just say no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you very much, Allison, for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, it Thanks was for a me. really good and thoughtful conversation. I'm sure that a lot of people will appreciate it and learn a lot from it. Great. So we are very thankful for having you. Thank today. you so much, Eduardo. Um, Thank you all for listening to the Young, Young Gunners from the Texas Young Lawyer Association. Don't forget to check out other episodes available on our website, tyla.org, and wherever you get your other podcasts. If you have a topic you want to hear about, email us at tyla at texasbar.com or send us a tweet at, at texyounglawyers using the hashtag Young Gunners. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. We hope to see you back here for another episode. Thank you.